I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just a reminder, I dropped, well myself and Clarkie dropped on the podcast last night, our best Newcastle Knights 1-17 from the NRL era, of course, 1998 to the present day. The Knights, they did win in 97, but a lot of those guys obviously continued to play post-98. So a lot of those guys get a feature, a lot of homegrown talent as well, as you can imagine with the Newcastle Knights, uh, one of the proudest rugby league towns in the country. So a lot of homegrown talent and a couple of sets of brothers as well. Well, which just makes it even more impressive and even more special, in my opinion. Now, today, we're going to dive into our best team for a new franchise if they were to come in in the season 2023. Now, due to COVID and everything, I would say that is near impossible. I don't think you'll see that happening. But Dan Jenkins, one of my good followers on Instagram, champion fellow as well too, Dan, has sent in this question and asked me to make my best side. Now, um, obviously, contracts are not really worth the paper they're written on anymore. Guys can break out of contracts. Guys can get homesick. You know, you, you, you've heard them all before. So much can happen that you can leave a contract. What I've done is I've gone through all the guys that come off contract at the end of 2022. So the guys that will be available for to sign somewhere else for season 2023. And I've made my best 17. And then I've made a squad outside of that as well. Now... I, sorry, I shouldn't say I've made my best 17 because that's not what I've done. I haven't just made the best possible 17 players I can. I've actually made a side that I think you could fit under the salary cap, yeah? So not every position is star-studded. There's a couple of guys that I think would be really good value in two, three, four years' time that you could sign up there. There's a couple of really experienced guys. There's a couple of stars in this as well that they could have a red-hot crack at. But I want to point out that I've tried to make this as realistic as possible. This isn't a best team or a dream team or anything like that. This is a side that I genuinely think you could fit under the salary cap and is realistic. So if there was to be a new franchise in 2023 at fullback, I had two names written down here. One's a superstar. One's not a superstar, but a really talented football. That one is Dylan Edwards. He comes off contract at the end of 2022. I think this would be a great signing for a new franchise, a reliable fella, safe as houses. You're not really going to get any trouble off the field as well. I like Dylan Edwards. Uh, in the era of 
Superstar fullbacks, Edwards, he kind of flies under the radar a little bit, but a really solid player, really reliable. I would either go Dylan Edwards or I would go for Joey Manu. Now, Joey Manu obviously comes off contract at the end of next season as well. A guy that New Zealand Warriors are talking to, we mentioned this morning, that New Zealand Rugby is having a look at as well. So a lot of options for Joey Manu. I would be going for him regardless. I would either have him at fullback or I'd consider having him at 5'8". Uh, the other thing about Joey Manu is that uh, you know, he's a good-looking rooster. He's never in trouble. He's a good personality. People love Joey Manu. You need these sort of billboard guys to build your franchise around. And Joey Manu, he's one of the guys that I would really target. You have a look at the Gold Coast Titans when they first came in. They went Luke Bailey, Preston Campbell, Scott Prince. Obviously, Scott Prince, he'd won a premiership just a couple of years earlier. Clive Churchill, medalist, had that experience. Preston Campbell had won a grand final. Luke Bailey hadn't won a grand final, but... You know, a true leader in that St. George of the Wild Dragons team. He'd played for the Kangaroos. He'd played for New South Wales. So three really perfect guys to build around. And then another billboard guy which they got in was, of course, Matt Rogers, who was a Wallaby at the time. So just some really smart signings there from the Gold Coast Titans. And I think that a new franchise would have to do something similar. I think Joey Manu would be an unreal signing. You'll notice the only two names I've mentioned so far, Joey Manu and Dylan Edwards, they've both come from winning franchises as well, which I think matters. You need to make winning a habit at a new franchise, and I think that's important. Now, in the centers and wings, this is where I've saved a little bit of coin. I've gone for a bit of value in young guys that I think that have a lot of potential. Generally, we dropped the Newcastle Knights team last night that featured a couple of brothers. The first thing I would do is target two brothers from the St. George of the Royal Dragons, the FIA guy brothers. Now... Obviously, these two, they're very young, they're inexperienced, but I think they've got a heap of ability, and I think they'd be fantastic in a new franchise. I think to be able to get them both would be special. At this young age, they probably want to stay together. Uh, I'd say they want to stay together anyway, and I think it's a really good opportunity for these two to build something special at a club like this. You might have to pay them a little bit overs to get them away from the Dragons, but... Depending on how the Dragons are going, they might want to get out of there anyway. So the Fiego brothers, Max and Matt, I would have them on probably the left edge. Then on the right edge, a uh, bit of value here. You'd, you'd probably have to spend a little bit to get the center. Remus Smith, I would be targeting him from the Melbourne Storm. Still a young guy with a heap of footy in front of him, but he's got the experience of being in the Melbourne Storm. He's been in a winning system. Dare I say by then, he'll be a premiership winner. As will the guy outside him that I would target as well, potentially, Jennings from the Melbourne Storm. A really underrated guy. I know a lot of you guys messaged me a few weeks ago saying, oh, he sucks, he can't defend because Mike Sivo jumped over him two or three times. Look, Mike Sivo is going to do that to anyone outside of about five guys in this league, realistically. Jennings is a really solid player, and I think he'd be another one that would be a really good signing. So at the moment, I've got either Joey Manu or Dylan Edwards at fullback. Spend a bit of money on either of those two. Then I've got the Fiego twins on one edge. I don't think you're spending much money there. Remus Smith. Might have to spend a bit of coin there. And, of course, Jennings, who I don't think he'll be overly expensive. Uh, so I really like the amount of money I've spent for the amount of quality I have so far. Now, the halves are crucial for me. Absolutely crucial. At six, as I mentioned, my uh, one of those options would be Joey Manu. I think he would be unreal there. A little bit unorthodox, but that's sort of the way the game's heading. Billboard guy, as I said, as well. The other guy I'd consider at six is an older guy, but I just think to set the culture and to set the winning attitude there. I think Cody Walker would be unreal. And look, it might only be for a year, maximum two years, but I think in that time, you would give Cody the job of setting the tone at this franchise. He's a guy that knows how to win. He's got a will to win in every single contest that he is in. I think he would set fantastic standards, and he'd just bring that sort of aggression to your franchise, yeah? I think he'd be unreal. He's going to be a little bit older, so he'll probably slow down a little bit, but... I mean, he's just seeing the game unbelievably at the moment. He is doing incredible things, Cody Walker, and I think he'd be another one that I'd be willing to fork out a bit of money 
to have him there just for one year to sort of set the standard and to help the young halves coming through that system. At halfback, there weren't really many sevens that were available uh, at the end of 2022. The one that stood out for me, and re- honestly, the only sort of seven that was there was Mitch Pearce, who I think would be a great option. If you allowed me to choose out of all the halfbacks in rugby league, he'd probably be in my top six or seven anyway, to be honest with you. And for a new franchise to get a guy like Mitchell Pearce, who's been through the ringer a couple of times. He's made every mistake he possibly could. He's won a premiership. He's been a leader at a new club. He's been sacked as a leader of a new club. He's done it all, Mitch Pierce. He's played Origin, you know. He's been through the highs and the lows. I think he'd be a really good guy to have at seven. As I said, if you gave me choice of all the sevens, Pierce really wouldn't be that far down my list. So I don't mind that one. I'd be happy to... I wouldn't spend top dollar on Mitch Pierce, uh, but I, I would be happy to fork out a little bit of money to get a proper seven there because it's going to be hard to convince guys to come to this franchise, Yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty rare situation and you never know how it's going to go, especially if you're trying to get guys that are at winning clubs at the moment. You are going to have to probably pay them overs a little bit. That's why I didn't spend too much money in my centers and my wings because I know I'm going to have to spend a bit of money elsewhere to convince guys to come to this franchise that they really don't know too much about. In the front row... I've gone for one guy from the Penrith Panthers who I think I could get really good value out of. That's Moses Leota. Real professional fella. No trouble off the field. Just solid. I think he'd be a great signing. Of course, coming from a winning club once again, the Penrith Panthers. I think that'd be sensational. The other front row, I'm going to fork out a little bit more here. And I think that his club, they are about as successful now as they probably are going to be. The Parramatta Eels, I would be targeting Junior Paulo. Big body, obviously a very different body to Moses Leota as well, which I really like, but comes with that X factor of the ball playing as well. Played Origin, uh, he's an international, he's done some unbelievable things in our game, Junior Paulo, and I still think he's got so much more to offer. He is a guy that I would definitely be targeting in the front row who comes off contract then. At Hooker, there's a couple of options here, a few guys, three guys that I considered, but they're not at the top of my list. One was Jaden Braley from the Newcastle Knights. I think he could do much worse than Jaden Braley. Uh, Josh Hodgson and Tom Starling of the other two on the list. Hodgson might be pushing it a little bit too old by that point, potentially. Um, Tommy Starling, I think it'd be a great signing, but I do love the other two I've got in front of him. My second choice would be Abby Curacao. Obviously, seeing what he's done to the Panthers over the last year or so, he's been unbelievable. Now he's played for his state. He, he's done it all, Appy. He's won a premiership with South Sydney a couple of years ago. He's, he's in a bit of Barney Rubble at the moment, but a fantastic footballer, and I think he would be great for this club. A good nine is so underappreciated. But the one, the number one guy I would have to go for, and as I mentioned with Joey Manu, billboard guys, they matter. The cheese, Brandon Smith, you could not go past him as far as, as far as a billboard guy goes. He would be unreal. He would be the face of every billboard, every social media post, every video, everything that is this new franchise. And on top of that, an unreal footballer. For me, I still think Harry Grant's a better hooker. But gee whiz, there's not much, there's not much, he's not far behind Brandon Smith realistically, and he could potentially be better if he was given a full-time gig. So I think Brandon Smith would be an unreal signing. He can obviously play nine. He can also jump in and play 13 as well, which is massive for me in the modern game. So Brandon Smith, he'd be one of the first guys I'd target, to be honest with you. He's going to get people interested in this club straight away. They're going to be following on social media. They're going to be keeping an eye on him. That sort of stuff, being marketable, it really does matter for me. So I think that'll be a sensational one. In the second row, I've spent a little bit of money here on a bit of experience and a couple of hardheads that I really like. I've gone for Felice Cafusi on one edge from the Melbourne Storm, comes from a winning system, has won premierships, has played for his country, played for his state, done it all, Felice Cafusi. Whenever you talk 
to players that play in the game now, they talk about him with so much respect. I think that he's appreciated more by players than what he is by us fans. I don't think we see all the little things he does. The other guy I'd go for is a guy that really stepped up in origin this year, Tariq Sims, an older head and enforcer. I would love to have these two hard heads on either edges. I think it would really matter coming into a new franchise. Lock forward, you know I all love I all you know I all I love a ball. Jeez, I almost had an aneurysm there. You know I love a ball playing lock forward. And I've gone a little bit outside of the box here. I know people are probably expecting a Radley, a Murray, and Isaiah, these sort of guys. From the North Coins and Cowboys, not Jason Tamalolo. I would go Ruben Cotter. I think this kid's got a big future. You could play him at 9 or 13. The little bit of footy I've seen him play at 13, I really, really like. And I think he's probably... Him and probably Billy Magulius, they could be the best value 13s around. But Billy Magulius, it's been a long time since he's played first grade. And I'm starting to wonder if there's a little bit more to that. Uh, than what I originally thought. But I think Ruben Cotter, he's going to be a future star in the 13 or the 9 jersey. He's a guy that I would target. Move to our bench, and my utility comes down to two fellas. Connor Watson's the first one. I mean... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I probably don't have to explain this one. He could play any position on the field, Connor Watson, and do a sensational job. Uh, An unreal footballer who, honestly, except for in the front row and probably the second row, he could cover every single position on the field, and I would not be concerned in the slider. So Watson, he would be a great signing. A bit more of a value pick, though, for me, would be Cade Cust from the Manly Seagulls. I still think this kid has got so much to offer, it's not even funny. I don't really understand what Manly are doing with him. I think he's very wasted there at the moment. Uh, so personally, I would love to see Cade Cust in this new franchise. I think he would really excel as well. My two middles on the bench, one is Matty Eisenhuth from the Penrith Panthers. Obviously started at the West Tigers. Uh, I think he's the cousin of Paul Gallon. I really like this guy, and he's got a different body shape. As I said, my front rowers, I've got Leota. Bit of a shorter, stubbier sort of fella. Then I've got Junior Paulo, who's just a massive unit. To have a guy like Matty Eisenhuth, who's that tall sort of Isaiah Yo sort of frame, I would love to have him off the bench. Really good with an offload, really works hard. If you have a heap of injuries, you know that he can do 80 minutes in the middle for you as well. I think he's very underrated, Matty Eisenhuth. He's a guy that I would like to have there. Jersey 16, I'm going to go with Jackson Four from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. You all know I'm a huge fan of this guy. I think he's got a lot more to offer than what he has so far. I don't think the Dragons realize what they've got, to be honest with you. And to bring him into a new system, give him a spot in this team and say to him, hey, you can be starting in six months' time if you want to. This is a new franchise. Every jersey is up for sale. I reckon he would do great things there, Jackson Ford. The last guy... He's a young bloke that I would sign from the Sydney Roosters. We mentioned this the other day, Egan Butcher. I think he's going to be an absolute superstar of the future. And I think this guy, they could get him and he could be the best value player on this entire team, to be honest with you. Moving forward, he is going to be a superstar of our game. He can play on an edge. He can play in the middle. He can play in Jersey 13. He can do it all. He is just a footballer, Egan Butcher. He's a guy that I think would be unreal in this footy side. 
To round out my extended squad in this side was really difficult. Obviously, guys that are fringe first graders now, they're not going to be in two years' time. There's going to be a whole new crop of kids that you and me have probably never heard of. Definitely, I haven't heard of because we haven't seen much of junior footy this year. So it's going to be very interesting in two or three years. But I've got a couple of names at the moment that I think are fringe first grade guys that I think you could get. A, some Some of them are starters as well, to, just to add some depth to this team. But guys I'd be looking at, uh, one's Jock Madden out of the West Tigers. I think this kid's got a lot to offer. He's one I'd be very keen on. I would have Jock Madden slash Zach Docker Clay, two guys I would be very interested in bringing into this side. Uh, two halves that have got a lot of potential. Once again, I don't think the West Tigers know what they're sitting on there, and I'm not sure if that's the franchise for them to be at to get the very best out of them anyway. Another guy I've got is a hooker out of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's sort of fallen down the pecking order a little bit, but I think he's got a lot to offer is Josh Cook. Uh, He's a guy, he's a good fella. He's a guy with a lot of potential that I would happily bring into this system and let him sit behind Brandon Smith or Appy Curacao, whoever my nine is, along with Ruben Cotter as well. I think he could develop into something really special. The J- Josh Cook essentially took the spot of Billy Britton. I think he's at the Dragons now, Billy Britton. Another guy I would love to bring into this system. He's got so much to offer. He was the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year a couple of years ago, and I still think there's more in the tank for Billy Britton. He's another guy that I would bring in. Another one of these just natural footballers. He can just play. The next guy on our list is Carl Lawton from the Manly Seagulls. He hasn't really found his position. He hasn't found a club. I think he's destined to be a journeyman. But over the first few years, I think he'd be unreal to bring into this side. He brings a lot of enthusiasm, regardless of what position he's playing. And he's just a goer. He is an absolute goer. If I was one of these starting 17, I knew that Carl Lawton was in the extended, training the house down and just ripping and tearing. If if I give up my spot for a couple of weeks and he comes in, I know he's going to have an impact. So it'll push everyone else up. And if you have injuries, he can come in and cover a range of positions. He is no stranger to the try line as well. A really solid footballer, Lawton. Another second role that I'd bring in is Jack Murchie. Left the Canberra Raiders a couple of years ago over at the New Zealand Warriors at the moment. He's really caught my eye on a number of occasions. I think he's injured at the moment, but He's a guy that I would definitely bring in to this side, and I think you can get really good value out of him. Another guy from the West Tigers, I don't mind, Tom Amoni, young bloke coming through there. He's one that I would look at. Blake Laurie from the St. George of the Warrior Dragons hasn't played rep football yet. He's probably the guy I was mainly talking about as far as depth goes for this team. I think he could also push into the starting 17 without too many issues, and I don't think he would cost too much money, as I said. Alex Seafarth from the West Tigers, another fringe guy that I really like. I think you could bring him in for good value. From the Gold Coast Titans, Sam McIntyre, not playing first grade at the moment, but another fella that I really like as well. I think he's got a bit to offer. From the Cronulla Sharks, another middle that could be really damaging, Royce Hunt. Uh, obviously played for the Canberra Raiders. Must have been five years ago now. Before he came back last year, we spoke a little bit about him and said, keep an eye on this guy. Injuries have hampered him ever since, but he's a fellow that I think he could offer a lot. He'd be a great fellow to have in your extended squad. Might not be part of your 17 forever, but whenever you bring him in, you could trust Royce Hunt would do a job for you. I'm a big fan of him. The last name I'll mention is a guy coming through the Rooster system. He's a halfback, 5'8". Sort of reminds me of Anthony Milford when he was at his best. Really strong ass, strong legs, really quick over 10 or 15 metres. But his skill set is unreal. His name is Ronald Volkman. We've spoken about him a little bit. He would have been playing for North Sydney at the moment or flag for the Roosters. He has got a lot to offer. He's probably the last guy that I would bring into this side. As I said, guys, I tried to do this as best I could as far as actually fitting it under the salary cap, making it realistic. And I think you could make a really good side in 2023 if you brought on a new franchise. But 
It's a lot easier on paper than what it is in reality. It'd be really tough. Thanks to Jan, Dan Jenkins. Sorry for sending this one in. I really enjoyed doing this one. Not normally the sort of thing I would do, but I did enjoy this with the set rules of only guys who we know will be free agents right now. The end of 2022.